Welcome to this special edition of Inside the Duke. Our guest today is Tammy Hayema, running for the council of the City of Leduc Municipal Election. Please listen in as she talks about her passion for the community and the power that can come from building relationships. Election date is October 18th, so make sure you tune in to all the candidate platforms so you can make the most informed decision for you. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to this month's special edition of Inside the Duke. I am your host, Tara Flynn. I would like to start off by acknowledging that we are on Treaty 6 territory, a traditional meeting grounds and gathering place and traveling route for many First Nations. We acknowledge many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked these lands for centuries. As a special edition, I wanted to give the candidates running for city councillor a chance to share a bit about themselves outside of door knocking and the forums that they have been on. So welcome, Tammy Hayema. Let's start oh, off with a bit. You. Yeah, let's start off with a bit of who you are. Who I am. I am a Leduc resident. Um, I am a past um, business owner in Leduc. I've had two successful companies. I've got three daughters, and I currently work in Leduc um, for. Uh, uh, a franchise. Um, I'm excited to put my name forward and have put my name forward for Leduc City Council. That's awesome. So please tell us why you're running for City Council and what's your vision for Leduc? Thank you for that question. Um, so I'm running for council because it's time. I've wanted to run for two different terms now, uh, but the timing wasn't right. Um, I myself was employed with two companies and I just didn't have the time to dedicate and do the best job I know I can do. Um, and it just wouldn't have been fair to the citizens of Leduc. Now that it's time, I'm excited at the opportunity to work as part of council to engage change and influence the quality of life for the citizens of Leduc. I feel with my positive track record of skills and life experiences, along with the natural ability to uh, build relationships. I'm confident to represent the city that I've proudly called home for over 20 years. My vision, my vision for Leduc is to see a vibrant, accessible city for all people with all abilities to enjoy. A place where you can build your family and enjoy your life. That's a great reason because life is meant to be enjoyed. That's absolutely for sure. So what differentiates you from the other candidates? Well, I will say confidently that I can bring to the table for the City of Leduc Council um, energy, passion. I have commitment and dedication, confidence. I'm vocal. So having that said, building relationships is what I do. I believe asking questions, brainstorming viable options as a team, team effort, and being a strong advocate for the citizens that I will proudly represent. I'm no stranger to Leduc. I've been here for 20 years. Um, I understand all the struggles, not all the struggles. I understand struggles that we commonly have. Um, my understandings, um, you know, of the community might be a little different than others. So in my back pocket, I'm a mom to uh, three daughters. 
um, who, of course, have strong personalities, ambitions, and dreams and goals. Um, being part of being part of the community in the small business aspect. So 15 years of growth from a business from both businesses that started from the ground up. So that alone has taught me diversity, fiscal responsibility, challenged my personal growth in all sorts of ways, shapes and forms, staying true to myself, um, my beliefs, and of course, looking after the very people who saw me sacrifice and give it all with dignity. Of course, I'm talking about my family, um, my customers. Without my customers, I didn't have a business. And my customers are my community. And I understand the value in that. Um, on top of all that, I found time to be passionately involved with volunteering. Um, for many years, um, I held leadership roles in a variety of boards. Again, grew my ability to work with people of all cultures, all abilities, and everyone brings an opinion. So I feel that I have um, a diverse uh, way of speaking and listening, um, cultivating those ideas, growing me personally. It certainly stretches you out of your comfort zone being a volunteer. Um, it is something that humbles you. And I encourage anyone to this day that if you haven't volunteered, you should. Um, you will see growth. You'll see all sorts of emotion. And at the end of the day, it's so satisfying and rewarding. So I believe all of that I can bring to the table and perhaps that makes me a little bit different um, than than uh, than another member. Mm -hmm. Well, definitely working on council, you're definitely going to have lots of people come and approach you with lots of different <laughs> opinions of what and their vision. So I can definitely see how that correlates for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what are your key priorities for your platform for running for candidate? So over the course of these 20 years and really starting to pay attention and having more time to pay attention um, and having lived through different eras of the economy, um, I've pulled a few things that I can say mean the most to me, but it's certainly a limited list because we don't have hours and days to talk about this. <laughs> so um, I'm all about, as everyone knows, or anyone who visits Leduc knows that we are small business orientated. We have a lot of mom and pop shops. I was one of them. And then I developed two of them. And I am all about supporting local business. So in my opinion, we earn our money locally. We have to spend our money locally. I understand the value of that, that put food on the table for my kids, put them through sports. Um, that's just to name a few. So I could have easily ran in and got things differently from other places, chose to spend my money local to keep my local economy going within my control. So supporting local business, definitely. Economical development and infrastructure. 
let's face it, <laughs> we have a lot of potential. And I think that if we continue to work with existing partners and seek people in their professions, I am not a professional in everything. I don't know everything. I need people. I need a network. I need positive influence. I need all sorts of feedback. So I want to, and I look forward to having those conversations and building those relationships and not being afraid to ask questions. Um, there's obviously a reason why things were done the way they were. Um, you know, is it habit? Is it something that we're afraid to move out of and evolve into something bigger and better? I don't know. But I feel that we need to create a space that we can comfortably do that and really learn from each other. Um, we need needs assessments and we need to be adaptable. So if we're only doing something because it's always worked, we don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel, but we can tweak the wheel, in my opinion. Um, this is another really big one for me, mental health. Let's face it, COVID. I am positive that we can all say that we have been affected some way, shape, or form. We have been isolated. We have been um, put under different strains. Nobody knew this was coming. This wasn't planned. How do you plan for a pandemic? You know, you always plan a fire route escape. Did we have one? Do we have a recovery plan? How do we know if it's working? All these different measurable things that can be done. I'm not saying I have the answers. I'm saying I'm like everyone else. I want to get out of this safely and healthy and know that I have outlets and that people have outlets. Our mental health is struggling. So does that mean we bring on accessibility for people, you know, in a 12 to 24 hour window for the crisis lines? Do we have enough people that are trained to be able to accommodate these calls? How do we handle someone on the street just being a citizen? and seeing somebody in distress. And I'm not talking just COVID. Your neighbor's in a walker and they fall. What do you do? That is trauma. And I think we need to, you know, I wish I had the magic wand and said that everyone's gonna be okay. And I really wanna believe that, but reality is that we're not okay. And we all struggle. So I really wanna improve the Access to the supports in an I need help right now time frame instead of I've got an opening in three months and it's going to cost you X amount of dollars. And then we're going to, you know, slowly facilitate things for you as a personal healing strategy for them. Yes, that's all good. But sometimes we don't have that critical care that we need immediately. Um, I want to be able to keep all of our facilities affordable for the people who need physical activity to help with their mental health. Um, basketball courts, skating rinks, soccer fields, whatever that sporting outlet is, 
I think that's also important. It goes with yoga and stretching and, and walking paths. And yeah, there's a lot to go with mental health. It's not just sitting in front of a stranger, spilling out everything you're feeling. I think we can all manage it differently and we'll have different times in our life to manage it. Do we have the resources to offer it? Are we vulnerable enough to share what we need and are we speaking to those people with open minds, privacy, dignity, and, and really um, adapting for them? Again, I could go on and talk about all sorts of things. Uh, the other thing that really strikes me is our taxpayer transparency. And I think people refer that to, you know, the carbon copy paper. Well, if I type it once and just share it, it's going to be okay. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think taxpayer transparency has to do with communication, a big part of it. As I've learned, doing business and doing nonprofit positions and and doing um, family and life. We, we all have different ways of communicating and what works for Pete, what works for one person may not work for the other. So we've got all sorts of streams. The pandemic taught us how to do Zoom, how to do videos, um, how to do some really tough decision-making um, without being around the table of a boardroom. And it's taken us again out of our comfort zone. So let's utilize what we've learned out of this pandemic. Dare I say it, maybe not all is bad that we, you know, can agree to disagree through this kind of platform. So we've got social media, we've got a paper outlet, we've got websites, open forums, radio, live features, surveys. For goodness sakes, I'd even go door knocking again if it meant working with a community of neighbors that needed to bring something forward. And I'm no stranger to door knocking. All of Leduc, I have stepped on their steps. And let me tell you, there's a lot of steps in Leduc. Very good mental stress relief going up and down the stairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I think I think those are the things that are near and dear to my heart. Um, of course, there's many, many more, but um, I think that will come out and be um, utilized as I get on as I get on board with city council. Um, I'm excited for that. I think I think it's great. I think where we're where we need growth, it's going to happen. So. Yeah. yeah, I really like about the critical care, though, because mental health is one of those things that when you start spiraling and you're in that path of downward, that moment of critical, I need it right now is so key. And I think it'll tie very well into your communication, because if we do get it, how are you going to communicate that you have that critical care? How are we going to show the, the, the masses of Leduc that it's there and it's available for you to use so 
Like I know a lot of people and just in my discussions are like, oh, I didn't know that was available or I didn't know that was happening. And you're just like, so that communication piece is very key. It's, it's so important. And a lot of people like mental health is usually, well, it's surrounded by the stigma, right? It's a stigma. And I, for one, I am done with this stigma and it's not just, you know, within our workplace. It's not just within our neighborhoods, walking paths. It's in our school systems. It's in our Medicare. It's in our small businesses. It's everywhere. And I think it's very bold and vulnerable for people to reach out. So we need to, we just need to make it all that much better and healthier for people. It shouldn't be any different than going to the dentist for your teeth cleaning. It really shouldn't at any stage in any life age that you're at, it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many opportunities. And I think that simply talking about it is, is really going to be beneficial and using the outlets that we have um, is key. I agree. No, I, I agree. And I do hope as, as a silver lining to all of this, that it, it, it continually just breaks the stigma of mental mm-hmm. health because everybody's affected, right? Everybody's affected. Without so. a doubt, without yeah. a doubt. Mm-hmm. For sure. So if elected, what is your vision for creating healthy neighborhoods and communities? So this to me, I, I have maybe a different spin on it. To me, this is the pretty part and the part that I could, you know, go on forever about. Um, So for me, I'd answer this question like this. I'd like to see safe and fun spaces where people know their neighbors, where homeowners show pride in their properties, where everyone is welcomed and able to participate at their personal ability level. Um, so I'm talking through playgrounds, walking paths, open fields, dog parks, etc. Um, where we are proud to call a Duke home with our hospitality, our sportsmanship, with class and dignity. Um, Leduc is simply beautiful, um, naturally, and we are equipped with opportunities to enhance it. So let's work with our partners, our neighborhood developers, our neighbor, neighboring municipalities, and our citizens, because they're the ones will tell us what they want in their community. Um, I think that there's just so much. I, you know, some people love the, you know, the wraparound porch and the kids playing in the field and, you know, the dogs running around and kind of, you know, that show Cheers? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I want to be there. <laughs> um, and I think it's important that that brings our community closer and it, it just holds us that much higher on the scale. Um, home ownership is huge. Our youth are going through that. So many people in this pandemic, again, have either maybe lost their homes, um, can't afford, you know, 
to maintain their homes. And our developers are having maybe a tougher time selling their homes. So how do we all work together to build a package in a community where, you know what, my neighbor's in a cast, I should go mow his lawn. Instead of complaining and arguing and, you know, utilizing that energy, why don't we help our neighbor? And why don't we just, we're, we're equipped to be better. So let's be better. Let's, uh, let's just make it fun for these kids that are growing up. We want them to stay here. So let's give them another reason to stay here. Let's give our homeowners another reason. They don't just buy their property for, for whatever. They, they have a value. So let's maintain that value um, so that when they can sell or retire or whatever the case is, that they still choose to stay in Leduc because there's another part of Leduc that they now get to experience at a different stage in their life with a different chapter and a new story. Ah. Yeah, I uh, I see a whole lot of good, and and I see that we have a lot of greatness to offer. We have a lot of neighboring communities that come to Leduc for our facilities, for our um, economy, for our everything. So, yeah, I think that. I think that's, you know, what I can bring to the table and I see and, and I hope that people will see a person um, who works in the community, who is proud, who has good days and bad days like everyone else. Um, but at the end of the day, what's what what fuels us, what keeps us going um, I'm in customer service. I'm born and bred customer service. And this is another way for me to give back to my community as a public service um, long term. Absolutely. I can really see throughout everything that you're saying that it is very relationship driven about your neighbors, about the community, about how we can help everyone it's all through relationship and connection, which absolutely would stem from the quality of customer service that you've given um, in your nonprofit and in the businesses that you own. So it's really coming across the connection and the value in seeing your constituents, I guess they would be here. So um, it's, it's really coming across. So thank you so very, very much for um, sharing this with us. Do you have any other parting words for our listeners? You know, I just encourage everyone to get out and practice their voting rights. Um, it's so important. We've unfortunately had low turnouts. We as in Leduc, um, four years ago, it was 23% of Leduc that went out to vote, who qualified to vote. The four years before that, it was 17%. I ask you, please exercise your civic duty, exercise your voice, come on out. There's plenty of opportunities and places to go. Uh, COVID protocols are everywhere. Advanced voting, voting starts today at the Civic Centre from noon till 7 p.m. Um, very accommodating. 
in their local newspaper, you can find all the information, our City of Leduc website, the Elections Hub, all your information. I ask that when you're voting, you really decide, A, who do you connect with? Who do you believe has your your back? Who's going to advocate for you? Um, and it's okay for people to. I personally have a lot of growth and exciting development to continue with. And I ask that if you like me, you vote for me. Um, so go to the polls, please, and vote for Tammy Hyama as your next Leduc City Councillor. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so very much for coming on today's episode. It has been a very great pleasure to chat with you and get to know you better and to support um, your platform and giving, helping share your voice to our residents here. And I really do hope that um, they listen and that they come out and vote because yes, um, again, I think with municipal politics, it's one of those things where you actually get to see the results day in and day on of, of what your electorals are doing for you. So I, uh, I hope everybody comes out and votes and thank you so very much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Tara, for this, uh, this very one-on-one -on -one opportunity to uh, let my hair down and show you uh, who I am and show your viewers. So thanks very much. Thank you.